0: Welcome to Pinewoods Chapel. We're glad you're here. Here's Pastor Chris Atkinson. I would like you to think back to a time when you received a surprise or a surprise gift and how you responded in that moment. For many of us, we would be overwhelmed with emotions, maybe not even able to speak, or so excited that we would be like screaming with glee. But after a few moments, we would compose ourselves and examine the surprise and begin to process what has just happened. Then, probably, most likely, we would go to the phone or send out a message on social media telling everyone what has just happened. Why? Because we can't help but tell others about this special surprise moment we've just had. In fact, if you never said anything when you received a surprise, you may come across as ungrateful. In the Christmas story, we find this exact kind of reaction when the night sky lit up and the angels filled the heavens. We can only imagine what that moment was would be like when the darkness disappeared and a heavenly host of angelic beings that we've never seen before filled the night sky. Anyone present would have been dumbfounded by this spectacular moment before him. So let's look at this Christmas story. Let's turn over to Luke and read the Christmas story. And in Luke Chapter two, starting at verse eight, it says in the same region, there were shepherds out in the field keeping watch over their flocks by night and the angel of the Lord appeared to them and the glory of the Lord shone around them and they were filled with great fear. And the angel said to them, fear not for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. And when the angels went away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. And they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in a manger. And when they saw it, they made known the saying that had been told them concerning this child. And all who heard wondered at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured all of these things, pondering them in her heart. And the shepherds returned to their fields, glorifying and praising God for all that they had seen and heard as it had been told to them. You know, that moment as they were out in their fields, this would have been an incredibly exciting moment for these shepherds. Shepherds in this time period were sort of like really low on the economic totem pole. Here they are out in their fields at night and the angel appears to them and tells them about the birth of Jesus and who Jesus is. And they go and they investigate what's happened. And when they see the baby, they make known everything that had been told to them concerning this child, and all who heard it wondered at what the shepherds actually told them. You know, have you ever stopped and wondered about what what did the shepherds actually say? What did they say to those that had heard them? Well, there's a number of things that the shepherds just made very clear that the angel told them when the angel appeared to them in the night sky. And for us, as we just kind of reflect on this Christmas story and just gather together, we want to reflect on those things too. And the first one is just this, that Jesus gives eternal life. During this encounter that the shepherds have with the angel we see it in, in verse 10 that they're told by the angel I bring you good news of great joy it wasn't something that was going to make them sad and they were not to fear even though they were shaking in their boots so to speak they were brought news of great joy. Well, there's lots of things in our life that bring us great joy. Sometimes it's our kids. Sometimes it's news. But this news brought to the shepherds, brought this great joy that made them realize this was different. You see, the word that's used here for good news is the Greek word to evangelize, or another word that we use is the gospel. You see, the bad news is that you and I and all of humanity are enslaved to sin and death and just brokenness. And we can see this in our world. It's pretty evident that our world has all kinds of problems in it, whether it's poverty or whether it's injustice, whether it's abuse and all of these things. And that is the bad news of our world, suffering and all of those things. But the good news is that Jesus conquers all of that and gives us eternal life to those who believe. That's the good news. And that's the good news that the shepherds wanted to tell everyone. So the shepherds went around telling people what was told to them concerning this child, that this baby Jesus would give life in place of the bad news of death and brokenness and pain and suffering. And we can go on and on and on and talk about all the negative things that are happening in our world. But Jesus, this little baby, came to give eternal life and for those of us that maybe don't know what eternal life is it's life that begins now that goes on into eternity when we die we believe as Christians and as God has told us in his word that life continues on and it's different but it can still continue And eternal life is when we come to this point where we trust and believe in Jesus, that he has promised us eternal life, and we just continue on existing with him. And it's different, but we continue in existence. Have you actually heard what these shepherds were saying, that Jesus gives eternal life? You know, sometimes we make the mistake when someone tells us something to not listen. Maybe we're busy. Uh, maybe we're in a rush to go out the door and we miss what people are saying. You know, it happens often. You know, I have to say that a lot of times when my kids are talking to me and, or my wife is talking to me and I'm I maybe on my phone or I'm doing something else, I'll, I'll maybe nod and I'll say, yeah, 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 okay, okay. But I'm not really listening. And that can sometimes happen with us too, in in so many ways as we try and communicate. Let us not miss what the shepherds were saying, because those who actually heard what the shepherds were saying had a different types of responses. Some wondered, and maybe that's you. Maybe that's you wondering, you know, what what does this really mean? What does it mean about Jesus and Christmas and all of this stuff that seems to go on in the nativity scene that we talk about in our world today. There are others that heard the shepherds and they treasured these things that the shepherds said in their hearts and they held on to them. But others pondered them, they thought about them, they asked questions. And they thought about this response that the shepherds had actually said to these people that Jesus gives eternal life. Well, it wasn't just Jesus giving eternal life that the shepherds were going on about after they had this encounter with these angels. They wanted everybody to know that Jesus loves the world. That's what the shepherds were talking about. As in verse 10, we look and as the angel continues to speak. The angel said, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all people. It's just not just a a limited group of people or, or just for the shepherds themselves or for the mom and dad, Mary and Joseph. No, it was for all people. Jesus loves the world. This message that the angel was telling the shepherds was incredibly important for them to announce to all people. We have the same responsibility today and that's why we're sharing this uh, message and, and, and this content with the whole world. God was loving the whole world as Jesus came. That was the great joy that the angel was coming to let the shepherds know. And we are letting everyone know today as we share this great joy, this great news, this announcement that the shepherds gave that God loves the world. God doesn't just love some, He loves everyone, even you. You may have some things in your past and you're kind of like, well, how could I be lovable? How can I, you know, receive love from this God who created the heavens and the earth? And maybe I don't even feel like I, I deserve to be loved. Well, we can know for sure because the angel from God told the shepherds. And it was recorded for us. And as we look back in history, it was recorded in so many different places where we see that God is displaying his love for the world. So what does the love of God look like for us, for the individual, for the everyday person? Well, God is love means that God loves out of the goodness of his character. Not because we have done something good to love, But God chooses to love even the unlovable. God's love is unconditional. He doesn't place expectations on us loving him back. Well, it's actually good to love him back, but his love is not conditional on us loving him back. You see, God loves us unconditionally. God's love is also sacrificial, meaning he would literally sacrifice himself for us. That just sounds crazy. Sacrificial love is so rare. It's not every day that someone sacrificially loves you. Sacrificial love serves others even in the face of a threat to their own lives. Frontline nurses during this pandemic are sacrificially loving their patients. Through this, firefighters in the line of duty or military personnel willing to risk their lives on a tour is sacrificial. God's love is sacrificial. God's love is unchanging. It's not hot or cold like tolerance is or or like our emotions are. God's love is the same all the time. It can't be moved when the slightest problem comes along. It is still the same. It is unconditional. It is sacrificial. It is unchanging. And God's love for the world. You see, God's love is infinite no matter how many times you and I mess up. God's love is bigger than anything that we can imagine. And God loves the world in this way. And he's patient with his love, waiting for you and I to respond to his love. And maybe you've never really known what it is to be loved. And yes, as we look around in this world where things are broken and undone, you don't really know what it's like to be loved. And as parents, we need a great example of what it is to love. And this is all found in God, where God loves the world. So have you heard what the shepherds were saying? The shepherds were saying that God loves you. God loves me. God loves the whole world and everyone in it. So if you've heard what the shepherds were saying, we can tell that you're listening when you start to ask questions, when you start to nod, when you repeat back to people what they've said, and they actually do what they say. You see, if you've heard what the shepherds are saying, you're going to ask questions about how do I get this kind of love in my life? I'm going to say, yes, God, you've loved me and I know this. And again, we see that as the shepherds were telling the people around them and everyone who would listen, they had all kinds of different responses. May we be people who not only wonder, but treasure the things that these shepherds are saying. May we ponder them. May we think about them. And may we recognize that the greatest sign that we've actually heard that God loves the world is to actually love God back and love our neighbors. You know, this message This announcement that the shepherds had to say was incredibly important for those in the time of the shepherds, but also for us. They were telling the world that God loves the world. They were telling the world this good news that Jesus had came. But they also had this announcement that they were telling people That Jesus, this little baby, saves. This whole subject of Jesus saving is found as we continue reading what the angel said in verse 11. As the angel was describing to the shepherds what was going on, they continued saying, For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior. Who is Christ the Lord. What the what the angel was saying to the shepherds is that this baby Jesus is a savior. Meaning Jesus saves. This baby saves. Now you should be asking the question, well what is this baby saving us from? Well, the shepherds were announcing that the savior was born that day, bringing saving rescue from all of the the bad news that we know and experience on a regular basis in our world this baby jesus came to rescue the world out of the jaws of sin and death that's what was being announced here that's what the The angels were telling the shepherds and the shepherds could not hold this information in. They were so excited about the truth of this that they wanted to tell everyone, especially after they had gone and seen this baby Jesus lying in a manger wrapped in swaddling clothes. Thoughts. You see, God created the world we see and enjoy. And he saw that there were some rules that you and I need to follow so that we could continue to enjoy his creation. But humanity said, no, we we don't want to follow God's rules. We want to make our own rules. And so we sinned against God and we actually became rebels. The consequences for us breaking God's rules meant that we would be separated from him forever. But God had compassion and mercy on his creation, and he made a way through Jesus to rescue humanity from this faith. And that's why Jesus came into the world. That's why we stop and we pause at Christmas time and remember uh, the birth of Jesus. God himself came, took on the form of a man, Jesus, born in Bethlehem, so that he could abolish sin and separation from humanity being separated from himself, and to destroy death for all of humanity. Jesus, the God-man, saves us from this predicament. And as the shepherds got this information from the angels that was, this baby Jesus was born, that God had come into the world and they announced to the shepherds and the shepherds with great excitement traveled to Bethlehem to see this sign that had been told to them by the angels. Jesus saves us totally and absolutely from the consequences of separation from God whenever I get into a predicament that's beyond my control and I need to be rescued, I'm so glad when help arrives. And sometimes that happens quite a bit to me. You know, I run out of gas. I do uh, some things that maybe even put my own life at risk at times. And often we try to fix our own problems. We want to be our own saviors. But in this case, this problem that is in the world, it's not possible for me to be my own savior. Each and every day, people around the world break God's rules and don't want to follow his design of his creation. And we can't live like that. We must turn to God and embrace Jesus who is the only one that can save humanity from its predicament and the consequences of us breaking God's law, God's rules. When you look around in the world today, it's very easy to see the brokenness and the predicament that is in our world. And none of us really like it in our heart of hearts when we're honest with each other. We would rather see the poor being fed. We would rather see a justice happening across the world. A consistent, unified, peaceful world living in harmony. But all of that is funneled into our world because of greed and you we know, have poverty because of greed. We have... Injustice, because of abuse and self-centeredness. And all of that is because of this predicament and the consequences of not following God's rules in this world. You see, this is the real meaning of Christmas. It's not about spending money on gifts or decorating or all the food. It's really a time to stop and reflect that Christmas means Christ coming into the world to save the world from the consequences of breaking God's rules. And those who heard this message from the shepherds, who had heard it from the angels, some wondered about this, wondered, could this really be true? They asked the questions because they actually heard. Others that heard these things knew that they were true. They understood them to be true. And they treasured these things. They held on to them. They kept them. They wrapped their arms around them so that they could get through whatever they were facing. And there were others that continued over time to reflect, to reflect on these things and say, is this really so These shepherds and what they're telling us, the angel, and what the angel has said, is it really true? Well, one of the things that we can know today for for certain is that if an angel spoke to us, it would make a huge impact on our lives. And these words were recorded in scripture for our benefit today so that we may thank God for what he's actually told us and that we would actually know that God loves this world and that he sent Jesus into the world to be a savior. And this is the good news of Christmas. If you've never responded to the invitation by God to, to believe and to trust him for eternal life. Today would be a great day to do that. That'd be a great day, a great Christmas present in 2020 is to say, Jesus, I believe in you. I trust you for eternal life. I trust my life with you. I thank you for loving me. And I need Jesus to rescue me from the brokenness of this world. If that's you, just pray and ask God to do that. If you've already done that, then celebrate Christmas this year with us as we celebrate who Jesus is and what he's done for the whole world. Let's pray. God, I thank you that we can just gather together at this time and reflect on what you have done through Jesus. Lord, I thank you for sending Jesus into this world, this little baby, this God-man that was born in Bethlehem. Lord, I pray tonight and today as as we listen to these things, that you would just open up our hearts to really truly listen and hear and respond and do and be. So God, I thank you so much for all that you've done. And Lord, I just pray for everyone who hears what the shepherds have said, that they would hear and that they would treasure all the things that the shepherds have said. And we pray all of this in the name of your son, Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you for listening. If you'd like to support the ministry of Pinewoods Chapel, please visit pinewoodschapel.com and click give. Have a great week.